0: What? I just saw a penis. Oh my god, are you okay? I can't get it out of my head. He just pulled up his pants and said, Excuse me. He said, excuse me? Yeah. That pig?
1: And then he said, I'm sorry. Sorry? Sure, now that he's been caught. If he was really sorry, he would have apologized before he showed you his penis and then not showed you his penis. Now the damage
0: is done. All I can think about is his penis.
1: There he is. Where? On that poster. MC Nuggets, obviously the name of an exhibitionist. We should call the police.
0: Mm, Can you call the police? My Twitter app is up. Girl, right after I retweet your tweet. You're such a good friend.
2: TZ begrudgingly invites you to experience the death of comedy.
3: Hey, hey, Bao.
0: I've already read about it on Twitter.
3: It, it was an accident.
0: I told you not to do that college gig.
3: I didn't even get to perform.
0: That's not what I heard.
3: I had to find a place to change because the men's locker room was closed.
0: Why was the men's locker room closed?
3: Because of the protest.
0: What were they protesting?
3: Men's locker rooms. Go on. I asked a lady if uh, there was a safe space for me to change, and she pointed to a door which said safe space.
0: Well, that's convenient.
3: That's what I thought. There was no one in the room, so I took off my pants and a girl walked in.
0: A woman.
3: Right. A woman. Next thing I know, she's screaming, and I'm apologizing, and she's running out, and I'm panicking, and people are gathering, and I'm jumping out the window. Jeez. Then I'm running through crowds of arms holding up iPhones, and my own phone starts buzzing with tweets and comments and insults and death threats. By the time I recharged my phone, my agent canceled all my gigs, liberal outlets were condemning me, and I got an invite to the White House. It's been terrible.
0: That is terrible. Excuse me, Nugs. DJ Bowser?
4: Yes? This is Dick Meadows from KFC Radio. Do you care to comment on your friend MC Nuggets' behavior today?
0: Yes. I'm afraid there's been a terrible misunderstanding, and I would be happy to help clarify it right now. MC Nuggets is not my friend, and quite frankly I'm insulted that you would accuse me of such a thing without adequate evidence. I'm sorry, Mr. Bowser? You should be. By the way, here's my card if you want to set up an interview or would like to meet me to comment. Nugs, gotta go. Good luck. Thanks, Bower. You're a good friend. (laughs) Don't advertise that.
4: Personal Memo I may have been incorrect in the assumptions I made. Perhaps my patient, who I shall refer to as John Wayne Doe, is not a serial killer in the making. Sure, the signs were all there. The disappearing pets, the disturbing drawings in his notebooks, the connections to victims of unsolved murders. But all of these may have been red herrings. Young John seems to have mellowed since he began his course of a revolutionary trial of what I will call Twitter therapy. How do you feel, John? I wasn't feeling so good earlier today. It seemed like No one had misspoken on Twitter for weeks. Hmm. It seemed like all the evil in the world had disappeared entirely. Like someone had waved a magic wand and made the world a good and happy place and that there was neither impropriety nor the appearance of impropriety. And there was at least the illusion that all the desire for spin had lost its momentum. How would you describe this world? Peaceful and beautiful. How did that make you feel? Terrible. Desperate. Suddenly, I was inadequate. Fading away. Invisible even to myself. I had been going over social media posts for days for celebrities and stand-up routines. And I couldn't find anything incendiary at all. I looked into my soul and all I could see was my emptiness. And I started to think about my neighbor's calico cat. I see. I couldn't escape this feeling of inadequacy, so I got out my bag of nine lives my bottle of tranquilizers, and my taxidermy kit. And what did you do? Just in the nick of time, my iPhone buzzed. And I saw this delicious little post. It fell right into my lap, a smoldering story of a woman seeing a man's pee-pee. And I realized that all I needed was the right frame, the right language, the right spin. And I knew I could take him out. I felt this power, this amazing power that a wolf must feel when it puts his teeth around the windpipe of its prey. All I had to do was hit enter. And I did. And flooding back to me was a stream of likes and retweets and emojis and love and approval streamed back to me. And filled the cold void inside. And I felt this purpose and impact... I won. I defeated my prey. Look on my works, ye mighty, and despair. So I continued to comb through Twitter with new faith and resolve. And I continued my hunt and put away my taxidermy kit. I'm so proud of you, John. I feel like we've made a major breakthrough.
2: Every breath you take
4: Twitterverse explode with activity, fractalizing into retweets, comments, replies, and takedowns.
5: It's dinner time, John.
4: Just a minute, mother. I followed.
5: You don't want it to get cold.
4: I said I'll be right up, mother. I have followed the most civil comment streams looking for my opportunity.
5: She went to a safe space. A safe space should be safe. Yeah, nobody who goes to a safe space should have to expect to see a perv. Exactly. That woman has been scarred. Showing a penis to a woman? Only a man would do that.
4: That's the most transphobic thing I've ever heard.
5: I didn't mean it that way.
4: That's what the Nazis said at Nuremberg.
5: It's not quite what they said.
4: And now you're defending Nazis.
5: I'm not defending Nazis.
4: We all saw it.
5: Yeah. Denise, we're friends. With friends like you, Fantasia, who needs Hitler? That's not what I meant.
4: Everyone who's caught red-handed babbles about good intentions.
5: Yeah. I'm sorry. Unfriend. That's not fair! That's not fair! Ha 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 ha
4: As Dick Jones once said, it helps to think of it as a game. You lost, and if it's any comfort, you saved my next door neighbor's cat. Not today, Mr. Puffy Purse. Not
0: today. State your name and any aliases.
3: Jesus, the Christ, the Lamb of God. The good shepherd, the prince of peace, son of man, lion of Judah, the new Adam, Alpha and Omega, he who holds the keys to death and Hades, the
0: son of God. That's a lot of aliases. It's suspicious. Have you heard of him? I'm not sure, but I don't like the looks. Yes, of him. he looks a bit ethnic for my taste. Are you now or have you ever been a Communist.
3: I am not concerned with economic theories. Only that all men and women love one another. Treating each other with compassion and dignity. Loving their neighbors as they love themselves. Healing the sick. Attending to widows in their distress. And giving to the poor and needy.
0: So yes, he may as well have sung the nationala. But how do you feel about free enterprise, rugged individualism, and the pursuit of wealth and prosperity? The American dream!
3: These are all just words. If you want to be perfect, sell your possessions and give to the poor. You cannot serve both God and money.
0: I've never heard such a display of godlessness, moralism, and hate in all of my years of public... life. decency cannot stand unchallenged. I say let us strike these wicked comments from the record. Take him away.
3: Hey, Willie. Oh, God. Willie, is that you? It's Bill. Uh, I was never Willie. You just called me that in high school. Oh, Willie. Bill. Remember when I tripped you in the hallway? Which time? Huh, that was so funny. You broke my elbow. Oh, Willie. Bill. How about that time I put macaroni down your pants? That was hot macaroni. Ha <laughs> yeah. Willie, Willie, Willie. It's Bill now. Well, la da Look at Willie being all fancy and full of himself. Like he's too good for me. I'm Bill. And I'm gonna kick your ass. Stop. I bet I could still stuff you in your locker. Yeah, well, it's 400 miles away. Oh, yeah? Well, you're lucky. I don't have time to kick your ass. I have an interview in five minutes with the man who owns that building over there. And when I'm done, I'm going to be making six figures. What do you think of that? I'm really glad to hear that.
4: Yeah, right.
3: I am. Good luck. That little piece of... What if he sees me in my BMW? I'll make that little sissy lick my tires. Please have a seat. Mr. Williams says he'll be with you in just a moment. Thanks. Hi, Alan. Willie? Bill. Do you have an interview here, too? Yes. With who? Mr. Williams, your appointment is here. Ah, yes. Thank you.
0: You. This is the FCC. We have you completely surrounded. This is it, Nuggets. I say we go out like Butch and Sundance. never saw it. Then we'll go out like Thelma and Louise. in dresses. No. It's time to make the supreme sacrifice. Yes. Let's kill Diana Ross. What? The death of comedy on KPTZ. We're
1: killing it.
5: Marky got with Sharon. and Sharon got Sharia. She was Sharon. Sharon's. Mikey had a facial scar, and Bobby was a racist, they were all in love with dying, they were doing it in Texas, Tommy played piano like a kid out in the rain, and then he lost his leg in Dallas, he was dancing with the train, they were all in love with dying, they were drinking from a fountain that was pouring like an avalanche coming down the mountain. I don't mind the sun sometimes, the images it shows, I can taste you on my I gonna... Fiery auto crashes. Some will die in hot pursuit while sifting through my ashes. Some will fall in love with life and drink it from a fountain that is pouring like an avalanche coming down the mountain. I don't mind the sun sometimes, the images it shows. I can taste you on my died a natural death, he caught a nasty virus Then there was the ever-present football player rapist They were all in love with dying, they were doing it in Texas Holly caught a bullet, but it only hit his leg Well, it should have been a better shot, got him in the head They were all in love with dying, they were drinking from a fountain That was pouring like an avalanche, coming down the mountain I
2: don't mind sometimes, the images it
5: shows I can taste you
2: on my lips And smell you in my clothes Cinnamon and sugary And softly spoken lime
0: That last election was too close.
3: Should have been a bloodbath.
0: I was sweating buckets till about five minutes ago. (sighs) Lucky you. We've got to do better. We've got to be more palatable. I don't want to compromise, especially on the important stuff. Me neither, but we should consider our presentation. The naming of our policies, for example. What's wrong with them? Republicans are much better at it. No. That's ridiculous. It's true. Give me an example. The Patriot Act. It it wasn't patriotic. No child left behind.
1: Left
3: lots of children behind. Right to work. More like right to starve. These are terrible, misleading
0: names. But they were effective. I know. It's like the Trojan horse. People like packaging more than content, and they don't have time to read warning labels. It's hopeless. Maybe we could try giving our policies names that people would be happy to accept. We do. No, we don't. We're terrible at it. I like them. Sure, you like them. But if you only preach to the converted, you'll never grow your congregation. We've got great names. Defund the police. That's a good name. It mischaracterizes itself. Republicans didn't even have to name it, like they did with the estate tax, which they called the death tax. It's the opposite of a Trojan horse. It's a Trojan rat. Well, what's a better name? Demilitarize the police. Deescalate. Restrain the police. Hmm. You see what I mean? Yeah. So, do you have any names for the new infrastructure bill? How about the Burn All the Bridges Act? Ah, jeez. Blow up the bridges?
1: The president would like to say that the country is doing amazingly well that all of the problems are going away and he is doing a great job. But the world is going to hell in a handbasket because of Democrats and they are terribly lazy and get in the way of everything because they are losers and they hate America. I will now take questions.
3: Yes, Ellison Carver, Centrist Gazette. Why is the president naked?
1: It's baseless accusations like this which have turned the American people against the liberal media.
3: But the president is
1: not dressed. Can you produce evidence of this? I can see his penis. I can't. I didn't say it was easy. That you jump to such conclusions without pursuing other interpretations is evidence of the pathetically partisan view that you share with your colleagues. There's another side of the story.
3: And I saw it a moment ago when the president
1: picked up his wallet. The president is proud of his accoutrements. He is the best-dressed president in the modern era. But he's not wearing pants. No one is more pro-pants than the president. The man is naked. You never accused Obama of not wearing pants or pointed out Hillary's nudity. Well, they
3: never saw their bums.
1: They were running around naked all the time. It just didn't get adequate coverage.
3: The president's body doesn't have adequate coverage. Your station
1: has no problem proclaiming the president is naked. But who is reporting that the president is dressed? No one. So you admit your bias? So that which is obvious? The president was wearing a marvelous Brioni last week. Did you report on it? Of course not. He wore an impeccably tailored Martin Greenfield yesterday. Did you report on that? It wasn't news. But this alleged nakedness is... Very much so. This is what is wrong with the liberal media. The president does not get coverage for putting his pants on. So you're not reporting the president is naked because you're afraid that reporting the president is dressed is bad for ratings? I'm not reporting that the president is dressed because he is nude. you have nude. the temerity to report this supposed nudity without mentioning the fact that he is dressed? But he isn't... The chief of staff, the attorney general, and several other great Americans have all testified to the fact that he is dressed... But whose truth do you report? Just yours. But we have cameras. And
3: they're rolling, and the American people can see it. There you
1: go. Perpetuating conspiracies created by shadow organizations working for the Deep State, attempting to convince people to believe their eyes. What about the facts? Keep your facts. Keep your science, your experts, your records. Nobody cares. They're fungible. Just hoaxes laid out to cast the president in an unflattering light.
3: Yes.
4: Daylight. Nuggets, I'm glad you decided to come clean and tell us the penis side of the story. I mean, your side of the penis. Is it penis that you showed this girl your truth? I mean, is it true that you showed this girl
3: your penis? I was just changing my clothes. Just changing your clothes? Just changing your clothes? Yes. Go on. I never wanted her to see my penis. Excuse me? Excuse me? Excuse me? What? You never what? I never... What? Wanted her to see my penis. Thank you for your statement, MC Nuggets. You'll make sure the word gets out. I'll edit it and broadcast it as soon as I can. Thank you, Mr. Meadows. The pleasure is mine. Bye. This is Dan Meadows with KFC News.
4: Reporting news that is so spicy, it's finger-licking good.
3: I wanted her to see my penis. Safe space pervert, MC
4: Nugget's chilling confession of sexual assault on a young, impressionable student, Sadie Scoggins. For those of you who are unaware...
0: Hello? I know, it's terrible. A real hit job. Just turn it off. Don't listen to it. It will drive you crazy. Hey, gotta go. I'll call you later. Okay. We
4: will hear her chilling account later this hour. But first, let us hear from one of the pervert's former business associates, DJ Bowser. Mr. Bowser, how would you describe
0: this despicable pervert? He's a monster. What can you tell me about him? I only knew one side of him, Dan, but as we learned, there's another side of him. A dark and sinister side of him. A side of him he didn't let his friends and family ever see. A penis side of him. That's right a dark and sinister penis side of him that he liked to take out and show to innocent girls. Welcome to Pleasant Day Coffee. What can I get for you? Wow. Good morning. Wait a minute. Aren't you the penis
3: guy? Uh, I guess so. Can I get a 20-ounce Americano?
0: We don't serve Americanos to perverts.
3: What do you serve to perverts? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's... Better than what the place across the street offered me.
0: Don't sit over there. That area is reserved for decent people. Okay, where do I sit? We direct animals like you to sit on the curb outside, where the Wi-Fi is really weak. That's fair.
3: Is it okay if I sit here?
5: The Wi-Fi is terrible.
3: Yeah, but on the bright side, there's spit in my coffee.
5: Yeah, aren't you the pervert? Allegedly. Allegedly, I'm a Nazi.
3: Oh, a Nazi.
5: According to my last Twitter feed.
3: Well, then you must be.
5: Are you a pervert?
3: Unintentionally. Close enough. My name is Nuggets. Fantasia. Pleased to meet you, Frau Fantasia.
5: Guten Tag, Herr Pervert.
3: Well, here's to bad Wi-Fi.
5: To making real connections. What are those? I have no idea.
3: Neither do I. Fantasia and I went out for a little while. Until she broke up with me for a guy she met on social media. And then, it all blew over. Over time, the rumors died down. And then one day, people realized that social media was just stupid. A tool which held no greater utility than to funnel information to marketers and remind us how unpopular we are with our friends. And so people gave up on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and they ignored all the pings and bells and forsook emoticons and abbreviations, and they decided to go out for walks and read books and have deep, meaningful conversations with people they cared about. And the world became a happy place. Sadly, that was this summer that my cat disappeared. They never did find Mr. Puffy Purse.
2: It was enough You asked me what I wanted I
3: want you Well, that was our 20th show Finished for all of you just in time For the end of 2020 And boy, am I exhausted You are listening to My Space Girl The 2008 song Of course, it's 2008 Performed by the afters from their album Never Going Back to OK Produced by Columbia Records Every Breath You Take was originally performed by The Police and was covered here by Chase Holfelder from his 2015 album Major to Minor Volume 1. Pepper was performed by the Butthole Surfers from their 1996 album Electric Larry Land produced by I know Columbia. Uh, this won't be the first time we've borrowed couple of themes from bernard herman uh, both from episodes of the twilight zone one being one of the main themes and then another one being a specific theme from the classic episode walking distance i want to thank mary ashley medeiros frank euro and ramon daly for lending their voices to this episode and thanks again to kptz and all of you this has been the death of comedy and frankly we're killing it
2: I saw your picture on my space Maybe someday we can turn it into our space Baby, I don't care how long it takes I'm saving space in my topic For you, I know you're scared